0: Hello and welcome to Priority Roll, an Age of Sigmar podcast from sunny England. Join us as we discuss the ever-changing character of wargaming in the Mortal Realms. Grab your D6 and get ready for the Priority Roll. Hello and welcome to Priority Roll, yet another episode as part of our Brotherhood mini team event coverage. Today, the team captain I'm speaking to is the one and only Darren Watson from... Uh, what team are you from, Darren? I'll tell you later. Very good. See, I did, see what I did there. I set you up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> Welcome to party, old Darren.
1: Thank you. Thanks for having me. No, it's this good, is, good to is, have uh, you on board. Yeah, we were going to do this for a little while now, haven't we? So it's yeah, nice I've, to been, I've been chat.
0: badgering you to get you on on board, but uh, but yeah, let's let's talk about brotherhood for a bit. So first mm. of all, if, if 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 there's anyone out there that doesn't know who Darren Watson is, um, who is Darren Watson? Oh, that is a question, isn't it? Very, very philosophical.
1: Uh, who is Darren Watson? Um, uh, in this context, I guess I am a competitive gamer from Portsmouth, uh, part of the, one of the founding members of the Bruces. Um, and I have been involved in Age of Sigmar, I don't know, quite com- comparatively, I guess, sort of two and a half years. Um, I have, I've enjoyed... Um, a bit of success i think it would be fair to say i've managed to get on i'm a, a team england player um and i love age of sigma so <laughs> I don't know. yeah there's not much uh, other other than that's interesting i guess And who
0: or what is the group that is known as "I'll tell you later"?
1: So we've got um, members from the Bruces. Uh, You've got me and the My Hills. That's our sort of local gaming club. And then I've uh, I've done a few team events with uh, Dan Bradshaw, and we're we're pretty tight. Um, If I go up to Nottingham, I stay with him. We go out together. Um, We have a good dance um and uh nathan i stay at nathan's when i go up to nottingham as well and i met luke morton at uh, face uh, was it last year yeah, it was last year the one that he that he won and uh, we just we all know each other and we all fit together and when brotherhood was announced we were super excited
0: to to do an event together so as team captain you've got a little bit of experience with uh with competitive age of sigma events and uh, and team events haven't
1: I, you? i think it might be fair to say i'm one of the most experienced uh, in england if not the world i think i've been to pretty much every team event
0: there is <laughs> you, you've you've dabbled in a bit of team events so <laughs> using that experience was it was it fairly straightforward knowing what to do with with lists and stuff i think so i'm blessed
1: to have five very keen minds um, individually as well you know they've all got their own ideas of what works and they all know them, their, themselves their weaknesses what they're good at and what they're not um, so it wasn't particularly it wasn't a task let's say it's not the hardest part
0: so how what was your kind of what were your thoughts behind creating lists what did you come up with a did you want like a a square peg and then you work out what list fits that square peg or did you work out that you want to bring a list and then you decide that it it looks like a square peg
1: you start with what you you start with your predictions you start with what you think other people are going to take and when i saw the team compositions absolutely over the moon i pretty much we pretty much predicted it (laughs) really well um, one of them, for example, is that uh, I predicted to see a lot of pterodons, uh, thanks to you <laughs> and your success with them. Um, people have been making a massive noise about them, and uh, some of the the higher expectation teams have certainly embraced them, haven't they? Um, so we're we're prepared uh, for that. Um, I was expecting to see uh, lots of lots of OBR nagashes, particularly. Um, I was expecting to see Fire Slayers, you know, standard stuff. And I was also expecting people to try and be thinking outside the box with some extremely skewed lists. Um, I'm surprised where those skewed lists, what factions they've come from, but they are there. What factions
0: were you were you expecting the skewed list to come mostly from?
1: Wow. So de- certainly Cities. Um, cities has got some of the highest value War Scrolls in the game, hasn't it? Um, and there's the, so many scourge chariots out there. For example, shadow warriors; uh, these are all in their own little bubble, fantastic for their points. So I'm not surprised to see lots of MSU city lists. Um, I'm surprised to see so many Sylvaneth uh, lists. Uh, these skewed shooting
0: lists. You know, the hunters. quite. Hunter yeah, spell. I was going to say. Yeah, I'm very
1: surprised because it's just a very, it's just a very poor faction. It. Uh, I,
0: I, I think I think the theory is it's it's a it's not a brilliant list um, in and of itself in a singles environment, but the theory is you can match out of the bad matches. So so I can see why people are taking it. I just feel that I feel like some teams might have gone too extreme. And if you listen to the the, the episode I did with Tony Moore, where he he puts a lot more stead in team exp- uh, experience in a faction and in a list mm. rather than trying to kind of get too crazy and think too too far outside the box because if you think too far out of the box you the box is outside and you're not you're not really com- competing
1: i did listen uh, to you guys the other day and i sat there nodding nodding along the entire time he's uh, he's a great bloke isn't he tony
0: he knows what he's talking about he definitely does yeah and i
1: yeah and i really agree with that and i just feel that that faction um what it's trying to achieve there you know the, the shooting list um, it's just better done by other by other factions. Yeah, like, I'm, well, we were. I'm happy about to be proven wrong. Shootcast earlier, weren't we? Um, yeah, yeah. That's you know, it's it's less drops. It's more reliable. It's tankier. Uh, it's more consistent. Hitting on falls is awful. Um, so I think those, those the people that have decided to take that are in for a stressful weekend. Um, truth be told so I was over the moon to sit to see that and and that, again so that's where our, our ethos came from and if you look at our list I'm, I think I'm pretty well known for taking jank um, and I've tried to be quite surprising by by not I, I think our list is quite well rounded and it's very similar to Tony's approach Tony's team's approach
0: so do you think you've got a you know with that well-rounded approach do you feel like you've got a, an answer to everything that's out there? No not at all. You don't
1: <laughs> it's impossible to have an answer to everything and it's um folly to try. It's more important I feel to um uh, appreciate that and just make sure that you're asking more questions and tougher questions in your in your opponents. It's also quite useful to to understand that you can't cover everything because you've got a very good idea of what matchups you're good in and what matchups you are in the, in the pairing process after the pairing process. So when you're selecting who gets the secondaries, it's very clear that you've got a tough game. So we're going to give you the easy secondaries. Uh, You've got an easy game, so you can have the, the, you know, the, the the harder to get secondary. So it doesn't matter so much if you don't get them. Um, And team events are won or lost by the secondaries they're not won by it in my in my opinion it's those it's those little inches that you get in the secondaries that will be the difference between first place second place third place and fourth
0: yeah it's it's not the major muscle movements is it it's just the the, the fine kind of fingertips at the end isn't it
1: exactly you you want to in your in your rounds where you're um feel when you're up against um a, a, a team that you feel confident against uh you know or someone that you'd expect to be in sort of the, the lower or the middle tables. That's where you need to do really well. And then when you come up against the higher expectation teams, you don't need to cream them. It's nice to cap teams, but you don't. You just need to 60-40 them. Uh, you, you know, you just need to edge past them. Um, so you don't need to go all out. So you don't need to cover all bases. You just need to cover the majority.
0: No, I think that's a that's a really... You know, frank assessment of, of how to approach the game because I, I think to be honest this it's a similar mindset to how you might approach a singles event you don't hmm. need to to beat every you don't need to beat a 100 players or 100 lists it's not possible, it's not possible. so to don't have, try well yeah don't try just just try to have an army which can beat five lists and you'll, you'll, you'll and, stress
1: yourself out and um, we'll get on to We'll get into my thoughts on stress later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it, it can. It, it, well, it can, and it does impacts impacts really good players, and people people kind of get them set themselves often set themselves a, a pedestal to, to stand on, and then it turns out to have a wobbly third leg.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm I'm all about trying to keep our our approach uh, leading up to the event and during the event as stress free as possible. Uh, I think that will pay us dividends, and I think we've well wow, so far we've achieved that.
0: So, Darren, what's your personal aim for the weekend? And what is, what is your aim for the team as well? So, my personal aim... So, I've
1: got aspirations to one one day lead England uh, at the ETC, um, God willing. Um, so, I would like to... I've led teams before. I've been successful at, at Blood Tithe. Um, I would have um, put myself forward for captaincy uh, this year, but I didn't feel that I had the experience, and I didn't feel... Actually, when I went to the ETC, in parts so I was a little immature um, in myself. I was too excitable, um, and I didn't feel ready uh, for captaincy. So I'm going to be working on uh, those elements. Um, you need to lead from the front, don't you? And it's not just all about being super enthusiastic and uh, <laughs> you know jumping about and big be, beating your chest. You also need to be um, considered reliable. Um, and I don't feel like I was at the time, so I didn't put myself forward this year. Um, so, I'm going to be working. So, personally, I want to be trying to be the best captain that I can be with the aim to use it as a springboard to hopefully show the nation that I'm worthy in the future. Um, team wise, we all, we all, we're all going to crush dreams, aren't we? No. <laughs> <laughs> crush dreams, melt faces. <laughs> no, not at all. No, we, 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 are, we are unified in our desire to win uh, the event, absolutely. Um, and if you look at the quality of the field, oh my god, this is this is the best event
0: um, in the UK I've seen. I, I can Ev- safely say this is the most competitive, intense Team Age of Sigma event so far this year.
1: What an advert for the for the, <laughs> the growing scene, isn't it?
0: Good. <laughs> I'm only being facetious. Obviously, it's, it's only the ninth of January, but uh, no. But seriously. <laughs> i've just been for a swim some a little time (laughs) Um, but no i mean regardless it's it's amazing like you've got you've got people like the teams you know the teams that will eventually take the podium in fourth and fifth you've got teams like that but also like i've been talking to captains who who are going just because they love team events and it's a good laugh and they're going with old schoolmates that they haven't seen for ages and and it's just it's I know I know events are a kind of microcosm of the community in general but like I just feel it's like this team event has got people from all different kind of approaches to the to the hobby and the game and it's going to be fantastic the people that want to be at the top end of the the, the the sharp end of the pointy, pointiest bit of the spear are going to be up mm. there, and the people that just want to go to the bar and firestorm and like throw some dice and, and have some games and play a little card game before the, the games begin, um, they're going to be doing that as well. I think that's. I think you, you tend to find that in any event, really, but it's
1: um, it's magnified here, isn't it? Um, you know, when you're when you're in a team, when you're in a team per se, you're going with your chums, aren't you? There's a real sense of camaraderie, um, and there's a you know, you're all egging each other on. Uh, and you all share each other's um, <laughs> victories and, and defeats, don't you? Um, and that's and then you look at the field and there's some of the well, there's all the best players in the country um, and there's you know some of the players from old that you know that have still got it. Um, it it's, it's just going to be great. It's it's perfect, perfect practice um, for the etc and the Six Nations. So so Tomlin, thank you ever so much because you've given us. You've given us some really valuable. Um, we're going to take so much away from this event, um, Team England. Um, so it's good. Yes, yeah, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait.
0: Super excited. So mm-hmm. um, let's assume. Okay, you, so you're aiming for the top. Let's assume you're you're up there on in first place, lifting the gold trophy. Who's to your left and who's to your right? Which which teams?
1: So look. So I've had to. You'd. You're tempted to say the same people, but looking through the lists, I think some of the the greater expectation teams, and I, and I won't I won't name names. I don't mean to be discourteous, but I think they've gone too far uh, with some of their decisions. I think they're open to they seem they look very vulnerable to um, you know getting the pairings wrong. Um, and I, I can see and I've seen that firsthand go wrong. We um, in in Serbia, the first round it's fair to say that we up our matchups against uh, the USA. So I know that it's possible, even, you know, even the people that are super experienced at it and th- they look very vulnerable um, t- to that. I mean, they could be, I, they could get it all right. They could get it right all weekend and that's, that, that's fantastic. But if they don't, I think they're in for a very stressful time. So the teams that I, I, um, the two teams I feel would be left and right with us, if I start with um, Crouching Mark, Hidden... Is it Hidden Dragon, Crouching Mark? Team Wales, basically. Um, they've got they've, some super... Um, they've got some off-kilter lists there. If you look at Alex Bruce's, for example, it's got 40 arcanauts Bridge, um, a couple of um, Griffins. But that's, that's such... For me, that's a much more powerful shooting list that's got game elsewhere. Um, so it's it's versatile. Um, you've got Andy Hughes using fire slayers, incredibly experienced player with a nightmare army to play against. Um, um, you got Archon as well. Mark, good man. It's so good to see the big man at the event. I mean, <laughs> it may not be the best in the lit. It may not be the best, but you know, get him in the right scenario, um, he, he's useful. Um, they're all, everyone on that team are experienced, um, hungry, and I don't mean that in a derogatory way um, i'm hungry um i think people um look down on people that are keen too much in uh, well a little bit too much perhaps uh, some parts of the community an actual fact i think that hunger is a gift um it drives uh, people to to get better and then people have to react to them getting better you're only as good as the people you play and um there's some real hunger in that team um and i yeah i i've i've, I've, I've i've played many of them and i've been part of team wales as well they are really united um and that's really important in a team event as well so i would not be surprised if they upset uh, upset a few of the higher expectation teams um the the other team that i i feel <laughs> for exactly the same reason would, would be fiction um again their team is uh, super well-rounded you've got you've got some of the best players in the country on that team you've got Savva. Um, ben murphy is an unknown oh it's not an unknown quantity but he doesn't get too many uh, competitive events but he's actually you know he's very well respected in the south london legion and uh, we we chat a lot in i'm i'm blessed to be part of the, the fiction chat and uh, he really knows his stuff so those are the two teams that I would uh, that I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised to see alongside us when we win. Excellent. <laughs> I've got to say that because of how you set up the question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and and you've even got Matt Goldsborough there who uh, joins me on episode two to talk about Seraphon, and he is running mm. the trusty Seraphon. He's got Slan Starmaster, Croak, Saurus, Asterisk Rera, Double Engine. Yeah, he's running. He's running very much the list that we discussed. So. I'm really looking forward to seeing how he does there because Seraphon doing well at events is uh, is definitely a good thing.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I used the croak, uh, <laughs> the croak bomb for, for many. Well, that's how I got my that's how I first sort of exploded onto the scene was uh, South Coast GT. Was it 217? I came forth for Seraphon. Could have taken out the event. Um, so, so, yeah, it's always good to see Seraphon do well absolutely and i'll be, be interested to see how, how how Croak gets on um i've not given him much of a look and i'm the sort of person that goes back and looks at old war scrolls um, when when new things get updated and that's one that i haven't so i'll be super interested to see how he gets on
0: i i want to get back into a seraphon army my um my concern is a, an impending book so <laughs>
1: Yeah, but what do you mean? You're concerned about that? Well, no, I, I'm really
0: fortunate. But what I mean is <laughs> the amount of time I'd spend painting or building an army and kind of building one from from the ground up because I've obviously got rid of the Dons because they're they're being wielded by the, the, the Mr Johnson himself. Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it's it's the Burbank same army. Drugs. It's it's literally my army. It's it's physically my army. So uh as I sold it to someone in Games Workshop, not Ben, he's borrowed it off uh, off someone, and. Um, uh, well, there's a
1: compliment, isn't it? There's what one of the leaders of the he he led Team England before, didn't he at EDC? Um, so I imagine that's a bit of a
0: compliment. He's yeah, taken, it's, it's taken do you know what it's, it's genuinely. I don't mind like I don't want to get too uh, you know hubris of Dan, but um, yeah, genuinely, it's it's really cool to see to see the army in the list being played it by is. someone else of of you know yeah, with slow. that with that experience. I'm 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 super stoked. I'm, I really hope it does well. Um, it's uh, you know I was chatting to Ben about it recently. Um, it's uh there's a lot going on in the list. It's not just, you know it might seem really similar as in like drop paradons, summon skinks, profit there's a there's a fair amount going on with the with the buffs and and the various different rules and and the order in which that you know you've got to remember to do to do the swoop in the movement phase otherwise it doesn't happen here and you only get the re-rolls and in, in the first drop but you get the re-rolls here in the hero phase of xyz and yeah there's there's a fair amount going on so um but ben's a tight player and he he, he knows the game back to front because he you know basically runs it so yeah, yeah he'll, he'll enjoy he'll enjoy using it as well yeah definitely absolutely um, but yeah, so so going back to my point was that I, my my concern with building a Seraphon list is that it then becomes out of date, and I've then got an army which which is kind of not for the so right I, stuff. I,
1: I, we won't have to take, wait too long. It's this year. That's yeah, what it's, it's, it's,
0: it. it's got to be. It's got to be this year. It's the only what one. What you that, hoping for? What are you hoping for? Two installs. That is right that right, is yeah. a that is a podcast for another day. I feel. <laughs> um, right. So before we get onto the, the, your your lists themselves, talk about in great detail. Any? What's your favourite list of the whole document? what what just
1: the one that made me go oh um is uh a list on beast midler is it beast of midland beast, beast?
0: beast midlands yeah i've just got off the phone for, with liam Yep. Yeah. ah right okay and it, it eric i can't pronounce i'm terrible with
1: surnames and i work on the phone as well so i, I often have to tell ask people how they pronounce them how howga howga eric Howager, uh is that right eric the the guy with the auric war clans
0: uh yeah eric herger i don't know oh, yeah. um, We're sorry eric we're massacring eric. your name live on air um, names
1: are names are super important so I, I i do apologize if i've massacred that like you say um but uh, yeah so what i like about that is it's a great team list it's 85 ard boys
0: yeah hey,
1: and they keep and they keep coming back it's just it's just a good solid um it's just a good solid blob list it's going to be it's going to pose some real problems uh it can cover the board every, every everything in the army gives you a noseblease when, when you go into it um and i really like lists like that you know big hordy tanky fighty um uh, and it's simple simple to use you walk it walk forward with it it dies you come back on it's it's gonna it, it, that's gonna that's gonna do really well it, and that's the one list. you know just going through i thought oh that's that's I mean it's not particularly clever right? um it's
0: just it's just good it's a good solid team list um, do you, do you know what it made me think of when i saw it go on like a resilient punchy legion of grief yeah
1: any anything that any so this so age of sigma now more than ever more than any version is a battle of attrition um hopefully you, you when we talk about our lists you'll see that reflected all my ethos um on it, and that is that is a really good attrition list uh it's it's an exceptional it's an exceptional one or at least i feel it will be uh so yeah that's the one list um uh that got that caught my eye
0: well there we go what a what a great segue onto onto the list within your team then so talk me through talk me through the team. talk me t- through a couple of lists so
1: or, 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 so, or the
0: ethos behind the team
1: well so we said before uh well we mentioned before that you know we were predicting um pterodonts uh we are predicting uh, doors okay, not quite as many as I was expecting, but I was expecting to see them. Ben Curry was always going to take Doors of Cain, right? Um, and um, so I I didn't want the jank that perhaps some perhaps I'm known for, so I tried to be a bit a, you know a, a bit different to how I would normally uh, approach building a team. Um, and we've got we've got four very tanky, very difficult armies um, to shift my blight kings are has 190 wounds with a 4 up save and a 5 up save that can be minus 1 minus 2 to hit um, you've got a reroll sixes to hit and wound against it and every turn it can potentially bring back 5d3 mortal wounds to all the units if you roll enough sixes <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a nightmare to face and late game it summons it summons in um plague bearers so that that is a that is a very good it's so a good example again uh, of a nutritionist, but they've got better recently. Um, yeah, took, new,
0: new points drop and
1: unmodified huge, sixes. It's it's a huge difference. I took this to Bobo two years ago. The only chap that I lost to was the winner Jack Armstrong, um, and I've, that I've was I've be- heard of her. <laughs> oh bless him and um that at the time as well at bobo that year they were experimenting with rolling a dice to see who went first so jack got to um jump into me with his cast before i got any of my harbinger buffs and you know the other buffs the other defensive buffs off so it might have been a, a different game um so i was i was really impressed by blight kings then now i've got an extra 10 of them and i've got a greater demon of of nurgle that i didn't have in the list before there was only 30 of them and there was a war shrine you've lost the six up save but in actual fact i've gained an extra 40 wounds so that's much superior to the six up save anyway and now the main problem with blight kings before the main complaint that other people thought i mean i never thought it was a problem to be honest
0: minus one debuffed
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, it's not
0: actually as big as people think, or at least in my experience. I, I, I just don't think it's, it's enough of a concern that, you know what we're saying about you only need to beat five lists, not yeah. eight, a hundred of them. There's enough lists out there with access to minus one to hit debuffs that it, it causes you to think twice about the, the Blight list. But I don't think it's, it's, it's not as prevalent as maybe people kind of feel it is. I didn't,
1: I didn't. I didn't mind it when it when it happened. It it didn't it didn't it didn't affect the result. is the end, at the end of the day, I still managed to beat people that had minus one minus two, um, and that's. But now it's got um, sixes to hit. Do d six hits regardless. Um, so it's just much more offensive. It's much tankier. Um, and in a world of where it is a battle of attrition, I think it's a, a super. I think it's a very very strong list. Um, and also again, so if I get matched up into those pterodons even if all 21 of them go off that is what well, how many wounds is that on average 21 mortal wounds that they're doing um, of which I'm saving seven so even if all those go in that's only 14 mortal wounds which in actual fact is only three dead blight kings so there's 40 of them and then once once you've done that I mean I'm not saying um, I'm not saying it's an auto win Um, But I'm saying one of the biggest um, strengths of that list is kind of kind of neutered. So there is a game. There is a game there. Um, And then we've got three other lists that are particularly well, I think uh, will do particularly well against that style of play. Um, Nathan's Grots, for example, a nightmare for anyone to play. All those endless spells going off, um, those, those Grots can come back the um the minuses to hit them the the bonuses to cast the the minuses to cast you know against them
0: um they're
1: (laughs) a really good list and he's super experienced with them Um, i
0: see i see the the fingerprints of luke morton on that list
1: Mm, well they they cut they cut each other's teeth all the time they cut their teeth against each other all the time rather um they're 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 practice buddies um, I didn't realise quite how much Luke played. I didn't realise, because he doesn't get to go to many events, does he, old Luke?
0: No, he doesn't. But,
1: but he's quite a famous 8th um, edition.
0: He is, yeah. Uh, Mr. 400.
1: He, Mr. 400, yeah. But he, he's just playing games all the time. Just
0: Absolutely loves Warhammer, and who doesn't? We, I think, no, we all
1: no, do. No. no, absolutely. So he's played what hundred plus games with his eels. So yeah. there's probably he's he's up there with one of the most experienced eel players in the country. But you don't you don't see it. Uh, and one advantage of that is that the some of the top players won't have experienced playing as well. So you know, sometimes you don't just play the list in front of you, you; you play the player. Or certainly, I think when you get closer to the top.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely
1: players like jack armstrong for example will approach a game against me very differently to how you would approach uh, a game perhaps against russville or against tony moore um and I, and all those people i just mentioned there i think they'd they'd approach the game very differently depending on who they were playing um and you see that more and more as you go to the top um people that people just won't have played luke so we've got um we've got a real massive,
0: you've, got, you've got the drop on them
1: i think so yeah i think I'm, I'm blessed to have it I'm, I'm super super um uh super excited about using him in that sort of role um we've then got rick's rick's um rick's list rick's list is tanky as hell rick's slaves um, list sl- Yeah, yes this, of this, this is the one that i'm probably right.
0: least kind of knowledgeable on because a, a it's a new book and i've not played with or against the new slaves yet and it's yeah it's talk me through it what what, what does it do what does it do well
1: uh, I don't want to give everything away. Well, it survives, and it, it survives it, every again. Everything in that army cuts you. Everything in that army gives you a, a bloody nose, and it's two drop. Um, it, it can get the jump on people, thanks to um, thanks to being able to. You know, there's some pre-game moves in there. Um, bellacore gives you space to 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 get to get the board early, and you just don't die. Those knights have got uh, three up save. They've got three wounds each. They're tough as hell. Um, the the war shine itself, you know, just that little six up save just throws people's expectations out. They'll they'll if you make a mistake, you're more likely to end up in a melee or in a situation where you, you thought you were going to break through, and you might and you just won't. Um, so it's I think it's a difficult list, and where it's such a new list as well, not many people are going to have a chance to practice against it. Um, so I just, uh, yeah, I just think it's, uh, I mean, Rick himself as well. Well, the Hills are some of the most unpredictable, um, players you can imagine. Um, they've made a career out of it. Um, so I'm super looking forward to being on a team with them finally. Um, him, him, and both him and Chris, they've got a completely different take on the game. Um, it's almost like they were twins that grew up. You know, like <laughs> feral, <laughs> out in the wild together. They've never played anyone else. <laughs> <And then> they, <laughs>
0: they're not. They're, they're not
1: socialized. Of, no, no. But then they're thrust upon the world and they destroy everyone. Like the, you know, the computers that beat everyone at chess. The, <laughs> there was one that there was one that um, taught was taught by humans, wasn't there? And there was another one that was just that just played itself.
0: It taught itself and then played itself. Like um, basically, then, like you're comparing them to Skynet now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're on a different. They're on a completely different level. And again, that is a real. Uh, it's a real bonus when one of the one of one of the reasons i'm um, uh, as successful as i am will be playing growing up um playing playing the hills. we when we practice um we don't practice we don't put this metalist against this metalist in this scenario these are the the questions that you and the answers you get from those scenarios you can theory hammer can't you you can you know that (laughs) You know that Corn are going to struggle against halahar You don't need to. You don't need to practice that. Um, when we play, we put all sorts down. We play um, Triumph and Treachery, and we play all sorts of other strategy games as well. It's not just Age of Sigmar that we play. The most popular games that we play are uh, like Black Plague, you know, zomb- Zombicide, things like that. Um, and I think one of our great um, skills is the uh, ability to adapt to. Uh, a situation so we're very good at walking up to a table assessing the situation and coming up with a plan on the spot rather than getting rather than getting tunnel vision and um, I'm blessed to have that because of the my hills and that's exactly how they play so when people are doing their practice games and they're putting X against Y and they're winning and they're like <laughs> when they come up against Chris or Rick X won't be playing like X X will be playing like B C D um, carpet banana, you know. <laughs> so they do things that are completely um, off kilter, and, and, and they and they get they regularly they get success from it.
0: And I, um, I think unpredictability is uh, is key because it's it a key component to um, to helping you win games because there's limited ways in which you can use deception in in war gaming, but you mm-hmm. can't you can't. It's not like there's another six by four table next to you that has got half your army on it that your opponent doesn't know about so yeah how do you achieve what we would in real life try to achieve through deception against the enemy how do you achieve that in wargaming well actually being unpredictable and playing in an unpredictable style uh, is is a way to to achieve something similar to 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 that it's kind of throwing throwing your enemy or your opponent rather throwing your opponent kind of off slightly you know making them making them look a second time take a step back look at the situation in a different light and realize that and make them realize that actually it's maybe not as straightforward as they think and then they start making mistakes because of that
1: yeah absolutely you can you can very quickly stress someone out if it doesn't go to plan and uh, capitalize uh, capitalize on those mistakes and i think that's what the myles do very well that brings me on to to chris's list chris has got nagash and petrofix and what i'm quite excited about um with Chris using this, I've had a couple of people, quite some, quite prestigious people, you know, WhatsApp me to say um, you know, the prospect of Chris using Nagash is terrifying because this is the man that uh, was part of the winning team at Bloodtide the first time, the first year it was run, who took Croak in a mixed order list and was running Croak into combat with people. You know, um, I, I think um, Jack Jack Armstrong would agree with me here. He um, he was putting Chris into unfavorable matches Chris was quite often the bus boy and part of their success and part of the reason they they came first um, is very much because Chris was put into these bus boy matches and he came out with major victories that you know on paper just weren't possible because he was doing he's doing things that Chris does so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do with Nagash he's already he's they're all playing so many practice games. Well, we're all playing so many practice games, and he's going, The power, the power. <laughs> so it's going to be good. It's going to be good. And that's another tanky, tanky, tanky list, isn't it? Mortec Garda, bonkers. Nagash with a two up save, we run on ones, four up, five up, five up save. Good grief. Um, yeah. But who haven't we covered?
0: Well, don't um, don't don't uh, let's let's leave it there because I don't want you uh, I don't want you um spilling all your secrets. It's uh, a lot of teams have already covered one one or two lists, Uh so I wouldn't want to. Oh, sorry, I sorry, wouldn't want to encourage page. you to uh to, to do, 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 do any more. I do wrap it on. No, 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 no I think it's very <laughs> really useful. Um And uh, just let me know whether whether you're happy for me to release all that information to the wilds. Uh, I don't think you've yeah, I don't think i have uh,
1: given away any of the no, no I don't think you actual. have
0: I don't think you have I, I think um, it's all the information. Is, is there in the PDF you know like uh, you know the fact that Nagash and Guard are Resilient is not a secret
1: no no and Chris has got some cheeky little plays
0: as well so. i'm sure he has which we which i feel <laughs> those are those cheeky plays i feel like let's let's leave those to uh to the opponents we'll talk about them after <laughs> we'll talk about them after exactly when we when we do the the winner of brotherhood 2020 show you can um you can come on that right
1: oh you think we're gonna win i uh, was no, no, no. saying i'll uh, so uh, rephrase say. that
0: should you should you should you be the winner uh i i hope that perhaps uh we can have an exclusive team interview with all all six of sure, of you sure or, or whatever team uh, uh, win. So right there we go. Let's let's um let's wrap up. So uh, in 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 quickly, what's uh, what's the most challenging thing about the prep for this event been for you?
1: So we, I'm a technology tard are really where we, we, logistics we me chris and Ricker, and portsmouth dan nathan and luca obviously up in up up in and around nottingham and um it would have been nice to be able to get more time together to to sort of chat things through i mean we've we've managed it in the end um but it was uh it, we, we sort of came um it, that's been the most challenging thing uh communication um but it's it's not I mean, everything else has been a breeze, really. Like I say, I'm blessed to have five incredibly adaptable, incredibly and talented, uh, knowledgeable people on my team. So I don't, we didn't, it wasn't too important that the communication perhaps hasn't been there as much,
0: as good as it could have been. But there that, are, that,
1: <laughs> everything is pretty breezy.
0: And uh, is there anything you're apprehensive about about the weekend? Anything you're worried about? Oh, Sunday morning, I'm going to metros. Oh so. dear. Oh, dear. Don't <laughs> throw it away, Darren. Don't throw it away.
1: Practice. Practice. I'm better half cut. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and plus, Cardiff deserves to see Darren's dancing.
1: Uh,
0: oh, yes. Yeah, so da-
1: I dance like a dad now.
0: But uh, yeah, it's a sight to behold and hold. <laughs> right. So, if you had to offer one piece of advice to all the players attending, what would it be?
1: Uh, leave your leave your ego at the door. Um, you, if your captain says you, you've got to take it on the chin, take it on the chin. And when you report back that you've lost, you don't be all down about it. You know, you did your job. You did your job well. You put you're probably put into a, a bad matchup. Your how you affect and how you carry yourself. Um, in a singles event, there's no point pissing and moaning and getting sad about a loss because it will affect your next game. Um, that is tenfold important in a team, in a team environment. Um, you having a little cop and a stress in the corner, that can affect up to five other people. Um, so leave your ego at the door, um, chest out,
0: smile, strut is my would be my advice excellent so darren thank you ever so much for joining us it's, it's great to have you to have you on priority i know we've been uh, chatting on whatsapp about uh, arranging an episode to talk about a number of different topics actually um before we move into the final two questions have you got any shout outs
1: yeah um shout out to um so i do a, a show with um rob on the honus wargamer uh, darren's list diaries uh we try and get one out every month um and we'll be doing we're recording our sixth episode uh tomorrow hopefully um so yeah shout out to rob he's, he's he's probably the reason why i do podcasts in the first place i'm naturally frightened of uh i've got a theory of public speaking and he's always bullying me to to do more um so he's the reason that you're speaking to me now because i wouldn't have had the confidence to do it without him So a good man um shout out to the bruces obviously my loves Uh, shout out to the rest of my team. Also, if I've, I've got two minutes, if I may, I've got something to talk to you about. I probably should have ran this past you before. Um, Shout out to Davis Ford of um, AOS Reminders we've got uh, something quite exciting that we've been working on recently and it's really starting to come together if i if i may mention please that. do
0: please do I, i've been meaning to uh, to dm him actually to, to ask him on the show i know he's, he's going on to rantcast yeah. um, soon
1: wow well yeah yeah um yeah get involved get involved what a talented man age of, a if you if you haven't got ages uh a- a- West reminders Um, you don't know about it check it out it's super useful it's just an instant cheat sheet it's fantastic but we um i'm a massive advocate of um being prepared you know when you write an army list um i will draw a hundred different maps you know how i would deploy so i've got i've got some plan a's so when I'm going into any given situation, I'm lessening my decision fatigue. And I was walking my dog Frank the other day, um, and I thought to myself, God, I wish there was some sort of app that you could, because you, I'm not very technologically minded. You may have noticed. Um, <laughs> I wish there was some sort of app where I could, you know, draw out. I could put my army list in. I could put the scenario down, and then I could deploy deploy my army, um, and then I could see you know um you know bubble uh, bubble ranges uh, threat ranges that sort of thing and the trouble when you draw them out they're not particularly accurate are they you know you don't have that inch that's nine inches away you don't so you as useful as they are they're not particularly accurate um so i had i had this idea that i would like to have that in some sort of app form with and and it came from i've been doing a bit of coaching uh, recently um one of the One of the exercises I get my um, (laughs) clients to do, let's say, is um, draw me out some deployment maps, you know, how they would deploy in this sort of situation. And uh, one of them's uh, in marketing and he didn't just draw them out and take pictures of them. He created this one, you know, this perfect, uh, you know, um, computer image of his deployments, you know, with with everything marked out correctly and, and to scale I thought, wouldn't that be fantastic if everyone could do that? Um, so the hope is you'll be able to you'll be able to create your, your deployments and then share them with your friends. And I think it's going to be really super useful for the competitive scene for people to be able to I- to share ideas. Uh, one of the big things I like to advocate is um, knowledge sharing. Part of the the reason I do the list diaries is to um, get get my, well, get some ideas out there, discuss them, start conversations. And, and hopefully, you know, if it helps one person out, then it's, you know, it's worthwhile doing. And I think this will be, um, I mean, does that sound, I'm not, describing it particularly well but do you think that sounds useful or? yeah
0: definitely that sounds really interesting
1: yeah and uh, so and dave and <laughs> every so often uh we've sort of chatting um pretty much um back and forth the last couple of weeks he sends me little gifts of how he's getting on because initially he was like christ that's a lot of work let me let me do a let me um, draw up a concept. Uh, let me do some tests to see if I'm going to enjoy doing it. And luckily he, he has enjoyed doing it. And like the first, he sends me little gifts. I don't even know how he does that. <laughs> and the first one was just like a, a little blob moving on a page. And then the next one was five and you could pick up one and move all of them. And then the next one was like, you know, duality of death. Um And then you could do it. And now, now he's got to the point where you can pick 20 grots, Duality of death. He's got the objectives and you know the deployment lines, enemy deployment, your deployment, that sort of thing. So it's really coming along. Um, and, yeah, like I say, I think it'll be a great little tool.
0: Excellent. Well, look, look forward to that that launching in, in the near future. So, Darren, right. If people want to get a hold of you on Twitter, what's the best way to get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, I do, yeah, shout me I'm um, on Twitter. Positive victim is my my Twitter handle. That's probably the best. Uh, I, I, people message me all the time over there. If um, I nine times out of 10, I'll reply to you. It's very rare that I don't get back to you. Um, yeah, you're more than welcome to to follow me on there. And like I say, check out check out the Honest Wall Gamer Darren's list diaries. The Honest War Gamer website as well um, is really useful for. I, I post a lot of my lists on there and then try to explain them as well. I don't know if you've if you've seen that, Darren.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's really, it's interesting because you can listen to the episodes and then kind of follow it up on on the website with some of the the context behind it. And obviously that you can then comment and discuss it as well.
1: But yeah, that's the point. I love it when the the point is to discuss it. I do love it when people nine times out of 10 as well, people won't take my the ideas in full, but they'll take their own and they'll add
0: their own element to it. And that's what really excites me. It gets people thinking. Um, So, yeah, that's where you can find me. Right. Darren, last two questions for you. If you could protect one thing about Age of Sigma and never have it change, what would it be? So let's say it's being the whole game's been re- rewritten from the ground up. And if you could only change one thing about Age of Sigma and the rest of the game's never going to change, what would that be?
1: I would protect the general handbook coming out once a year. Um, I, 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 is that does that answer your question? I quite I, lo- I love the fact that it gets shaken up every year, and I like the regularity of it, um, and I like the new you know new missions. Um, coming in so I'd, I'd protect that because it's it's never stale it has I, Warhammer used to feel stale because um, I've been playing since I was 13 um, Warhammer um, but Age of Sigmar the last two and a half years has just never felt stale so I'd protect that level of
0: um, change okay and uh, what would be the one thing you would change I'd get rid of re-rolls I hate them <laughs> 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 just just a
1: simple plus one to hit would speed the game up tenfold. Just get, and we saw this in Orc War Orc uh, Clans, didn't we? They they dispensed with rerolls, and they just gave they just gave people you know command abilities with plus one to hit, or an inherent plus one to hit if you if you had so many war points, etc. etc. And that is just a much where where army where units have got so many attacks,
0: it just it just makes the game so much simpler. Do you think mechanically there's enough um, is, there, is there enough nuance in just plus one to? Re- roll you know obviously the stats are different so do you think there's enough nuance there
1: i do I do. that's not that for me rolling dice isn't the interesting part of the game uh, at the end of the day it just creates an amount of damage that you then have to save doesn't it um if it saves time um then i just think it's better my pet peeve one of the things i hate most about age of sigma is um slow play or not finishing a game um certainly if it's not your fault and I think we could do more well they, more could be done to make sure that that games finish and one of them one of them is the amount of dice the amount of attacks that certain units have and how you go about assessing what how much damage they should do and I would i would like to see we go mechanically
0: well I, I think we've we've you know as you say begun to see some elements of that creeping into the game through the war clans and you know things like the plague monk scroll even getting a reissue i think that's a, a great example of games workshop acknowledging that some things do need to be streamlined so uh who knows what the future holds darren thank you so much for joining us it's been an absolute pleasure and uh hope to have you back on the show uh for another time soon
1: thanks ever so much for letting me waffle on sorry this is a bit probably a bit longer than your own
0: <laughs> <laughs> good quality waffling is always welcome on priority roll good man thank you very much. you take care mate and good good take luck at, good luck at the tournament
1: yeah cheers man bye
0: thanks for listening to priority roll if you want to get in touch with us we're at priority roll on both Twitter and instagram you can send us an email priorityrollpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to anchor.fm forward slash priority roll and leave us a voice message If you want to leave us some feedback, we're always looking to improve. Or if you just want to suggest a topic to talk about on one of our upcoming shows, then feel free to get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, thanks for listening to Priority World.